Hi, this is Chris. And this is Almy. And we know something about astrology. I'm a Sagittarius. Almy is a Scorpio. Today is Saturday, February 5th, and this is for the week of February 5th through the 11th. Wow, this weekend, the energy level is high. I don't know if anyone else is feeling this, but the sun is in Aquarius and the moon is in Aries this weekend. So it might get a little loud this weekend. Yeah. When the moon is in Aries, the volume level gets turned up. You will hear loud motorcycles. <laughs> you will overhear people talking about their new tattoo. Yes. People will come up to you on the street and tell you to feel their muscles. Or you're going to have countless people challenging you to arm wrestling contests. Mm. You will feel the need to watch any and all action movies featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, and Bruce Willis. Or you might binge all of the Fast and the Furious movies. You know, this weekend we might feel a little restless, you know, a little impatient. There might be a tendency to maybe take things a little too personally. Mm. Uh, we might also have a surge of energy. Aries equals action. Aries says we are defined by our actions. Not as much by our thoughts, thinking's great and all that, but, you know, our actions determine who we are in this world. Yeah. Um, you know, Aries doesn't have time for... A lot of stuff. You know, Aries has places to be. So that can be a reason why we might feel a little impatient, a little wound up this weekend. We might also feel more confident than we have of late. We might feel a little bit more empowered. We might feel that we know exactly what direction we want to take in life and we courageously charge forward in that direction. We might also find ourselves engaging in petty arguments just to prove a point. We might find that our divide and conquer attitude is not well received by others. Or we might get right back into bed because, like me, you might say, man, the energy out there today is just way too aggressive. Although I did get out of bed to record this podcast with Elmi. It is kind of Henry Rollins' energy, though, today. I kind of feel a uh, Henry Rollins vibe in the air, almost kind of like a, a punk rock kind of vibe. And part of that might be, you know, Aquarius is an air sign. Aries is a fire sign. And both of them, you know, they can be quite impulsive at times. And both signs would prefer to have things their way. So I think there's going to be a little push and pull there. Even though technically Aquarius and Aries do get along, they form a sextile, um, they're still kind of uh, can be a little, both of them have a side that can be a little bit stubborn. So if you feel that this weekend, um, you might be uh, picking up on some of that as well. But, you know, when they do get together, it can also be very exciting because the air energy of Aquarius can fan the flames of the Aries fire. Mm. And if you are in Aries or if you have an Aries moon or your Aries rising or if your Mars is in Aries, then this weekend might be for you. You know, it might be your weekend to strut your stuff a little bit while the moon is in Aries. Because where the planets have been lately, you know, there hasn't been a ton for Aries to cheer about. So maybe this weekend you'll be feeling awesome again because Aries, like any fire sign, needs to be able to feel awesome in order to function at its highest level. And um, just because, you know, for me at least, the vibe this weekend is just it feels very intense out there. I was kind of looking up celebrities who have an Aquarius sun and an Aries moon to see what it might look like in human form. Mm. And uh, Michael C. Hall, Dexter. Hi, Deb. Uh, <laughs> he is an Aquarius mm. with an Aries moon. Okay. Ellen DeGeneres, Joe Pesci, Chris mm. Rock, mm. 
and Teller of oh. of Penn and Teller. Okay. He's an Aquarius with an Aries moon. Uh, thank you, as always, Astro Charts, for providing that fantastic information. Uh, what else? Okay, last week, the big event was Mercury went direct. It went direct on February 3rd. And we don't have another Mercury retrograde until May 10th. And actually, no planets are retrograde until April 29th. On April 29th, Pluto will go retrograde. But, um, you know, we don't have any retrograde planets to blame things on now for the next two months or so. We are uh, free and clear of retrograde planets now through basically the end of April. So if there have been some things in your life where you've been feeling stuck or, or don't feel like you've been able to make any headway, hopefully those things will start straightening out now. Mercury officially leaves its storm this Wednesday, February 9th. Even though it's no longer retrograde, it has turned direct, but it's still in its storm is what they call it because it's not quite moving quite as fast as it normally does. So there will still be some hiccups as it gets back up to speed. But by Wednesday, February 9th, it should be clicking along much better. And then uh, Venus, of course, also went direct not that long ago. And the other thing is that Venus has finally moved a degree. A couple weeks back, I had mentioned that Venus was at 11 degrees Capricorn, and it was going to stay right there at 11 degrees Capricorn for about two weeks, uh, which it did. Um, It was at 11 degrees Capricorn on January 23rd. And just today, Saturday, February 5th, it finally moved and went to 12 degrees Capricorn. Again, Venus usually moves one degree a day. So when it stays put like that for two weeks, it's not functioning quite as well as it normally does. But by the end of this week, it will be at 14 degrees Capricorn. And then on Valentine's Day, it will start once again moving at about one degree a day. So it'll be back up to speed around Valentine's Day. So with Venus moving again, hopefully that will bring some ease and some harmony to the areas of your life where you could use it. Uh, We don't have another Venus retrograde until July of 2023. And then one other thing to note with Venus, now that it's direct, you know, Venus and Mars are are now working in conjunction. Starting today, Mars and Venus are going to be within three degrees of each other. And they will stay within three degrees of each other almost through the end of March. And then they'll peel apart again. But over the next month and a half, Venus and Mars will be working in conjunction. And hopefully Venus will be able to smooth over some of Mars's edginess and irritability and can help all of us Earthlings work together a little more peacefully. Um, Hopefully, at least. And now this is the part of the show where we usually do the Ask a Scorpio segment, but in honor of Aquarius season, we've decided to switch gears a little bit and have on one of our favorite Aquarians. With us today, we have Maddie Carteropel. Maddie is an Aquarius, he's an actor, and has appeared in countless TV shows, movies, and commercials. You can currently catch him on the FX show Reservation Dogs. Maddie has also appeared on the Netflix shows Stranger Things, a series of unfortunate events, as well as the Netflix movie Wheels of Fortune and a little movie called Jurassic World. He has also published some books. He most recently released a book of poetry called Happy Birthday Every Day. He's also an accomplished artist, and he makes t-shirts. I am currently wearing a t-shirt with Maddie's face on it. And now, here's our interview with Maddie. 
All right. And now we are joined by Maddie Carteropo. Maddie, thanks so much for being with us today. Yay. Thank you, Maddie. Of course. You got it. I love you guys. Hey, we love you too. Yeah. And Maddie is an Aquarius. We're in Aquarius season right now. So we thought it'd be a good time as any to interview Maddie. Now, Maddie, as an Aquarius, how do you find the time to do all this stuff? Good question. Yeah. I, I just kind of, uh, I just, I get antsy if I'm not, if I don't feel like something creative, if I'm just sitting around, I'm just like, oh, I need, I need to like make something to put it out there in the world. And uh, it helps me feel better. And I hope that it helps other people feel better. So yeah, I just feel this itch to like, just create things. And, you know, I grew up, my mom's a painter. So I think I kind of, uh, um, got that from her so yeah i just uh, i love making artwork so nice nice yeah. and what's your favorite thing about being an aquarius um my favorite thing about being an aquarius um well i like telling people that i'm an aquarius like i have a um like in my slate and my um auditions i always say hi i'm maddie Carpel. i'm an aquarius Nice. And yeah. it's funny because they always say, like, just your, say your name, your height, and your location. And I always add in there, I'm an Aquarius. So <laughs> I've been doing that for, for years. And I just think it's funny. Um, so that's that's one of my favorite things about being being an Aquarius. Um, also, it's uh, the, the first letter of the alphabet, which I think is cool. Um, also, being an Aquarius, we're very artistic. And I and, and be creative, and I love that about being an Aquarius. Nice, yeah. And there's that home, home of Aquarius song. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> Do you want to ask this one? Oh, okay, sure. Naomi's got a question gonna, for you. I'm going to ask a question. Okay. Um, by Dude. chance, is there anything you don't like about being an Aquarius? Anything I don't like? Um, I don't think I do. Oh yeah, maybe like maybe uh. I know, I don't know if this is a thing, but aren't Aquarius is very emotional, right? Uh, are they? I don't know. I, I don't know. Read uh, that. No, they could be. I've read that, and uh, I guess I like being emotional, but sometimes it can be a little over-emotional, I think. So I gotcha. guess maybe that. Yeah, I mean, my understanding of like Aquarius energy and, and Capricorn too, I guess, would be that both Capricorn and Aquarius are quite emotional, but at least um, they don't seem to show it or it doesn't like read as well as it might on the faces of other signs. It's like underneath, they can be quite sensitive. They don't necessarily yeah. emote as much, but um, but they can be, yeah, highly, highly sensitive for sure. Yeah. Sensitive. Yeah. I, I guess that would be it. But also it can be a superpower as well. So it, it goes hmm. both ways, I think. Sure, sure. Yeah. And this might be going from A to C or, or A to D, but uh, speaking about sensitivity, uh, Aquarian energy, I would say, is most open to the idea of UFOs and extraterrestrials. Do you <laughs> believe in those things or have you had any contact? Oh, with them? definitely. I definitely believe in that stuff for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always like, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just kind of go down a, an alien ufo rabbit hole uh, please do won't, won't see me for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just watch and look up everything i can about you know aliens and i'm also i'm also really into simulation theory 
So oh. I, I really feel like that's uh, that could definitely be possible. What's that? Um, it's where, you know, it's like the matrix uh, uh, theory where we're all living inside a computer. But yeah, we're we're basically living in a simulation that was maybe created by an advanced, um, you know, species of aliens that created us and we're living inside a computer and we're like some kind of uh, experiment or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's a take too. I mean, that could definitely be something I've read stuff about that before too. Uh, I didn't know the term, yeah. but yeah. Are you excited to be in the Aquarian age or as an Aquarius, is it just like you're in the Aquarian age all the time anyway? Um, well, what does that mean to be in the Aquarius age? That's a good question. Really yeah. Um, well, they're telling us that we're moving away from the Piscean age and we're moving into the Aquarian age. Like how long does that last uh a thousand years is that right oh yeah, wow when does it time. start well it, that's a good question some people say it started in the 1950s some people are saying it just started recently some people are saying once pluto moves into aquarius that which is going to happen in about two years that it will officially happen then wow um but in general the aquarian age is more of just sort of uh thinking about what's right for the group and trying to eliminate some of the stress that we've associated with the Piscean age, trying to release things like guilt and shame and getting away from that and just moving towards more of, um, I don't know, utopia is kind of a loaded term, but um, just something where we think more globally or maybe, maybe even take the universe into consideration as opposed to drawing these boundaries and these lines that you know humanity has created so far as to how we define ourselves. Whoa, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of that more that all encompassing uh, thing and moving towards that. And of course, working more with technology just kind of sky's the limit, like, you know, just this world of possibility and faster change too, for sure. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. So what, what was the original question? I don't know. I never really know what I'm talking about. I just like talking about this stuff. Oh, <laughs> you asked me how what? I felt about yeah. it. Well, now that I know all that, I think that's really <laughs> cool. That sounds awesome. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Here. Um, I think Almy's got a question for you. Oh, absolutely. As an Aquarius, who is your favorite character on the hit Netflix show Cobra Kai? Oh, that's a great question. My favorite character. I love that show. I'm really bad at picking favorites because I always feel bad about someone not getting picked. But that's the Aquarian. Like, that's the Aquarius. Yeah. yeah you're thinking about everyone. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm thinking about the group. Yeah. Who are your top seven favorite characters? <laughs> <laughs> top seven. Well, obviously, I love Ralph Macchio. He's he's incredible. Who else do I love? I just all the kids. I think are so great. They're just they're yeah. uh, they're all really good. They're so it, good. They are good. Yeah, they're yeah. so good. It's just nice to see that juxtaposition of you know the younger kids as you know with the uh, older adults. Oh, wow. I know. I I really he's a minor character, but I really love uh Paul uh I don't know his name on the show, but Paul uh Huser or Hauser or something. Do you know who I'm talking about? Is he Dimitri? No, he's the no. guy that wants to be in Cobra Kai so oh, badly. Oh, Stingray? Is Stingray. it Stingray? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love Stingray. I think yeah, yeah. Scary. Right? Yeah, what was the movie he was in too? Is he the guy from the he's Clint Eastwood movie? Richard oh. Jewell. Richard Jewell. Right? Richard movie. Jewell. Yeah. Nice. Yes. Oh, he's fantastic on Cobra Kai. Yeah. He brings that like extra little, little something. He's so yeah. Funny. 
yeah. yeah i love him he's fantastic yeah yeah um and his name is paul walter hauser yes there we yes. go there paul we walter go. hauser good pick good pick yeah um yeah. and then this last one is kind of a question for both you and almy oh. because one thing that you and almy have in common is that you both live with sagittarians uh you're married to a sagittarius almy yeah. will soon be married to a sagittarius um what's that like living with the sagittarius Congratulations. um thanks <laughs> um yeah it's it's amazing like i i you know i think when we first got married and started really kind of getting into the zone of being married i think it was kind of uh just finding a balance of like living together and i feel like we're really in a good spot now because we just kind of you know brush things off that aren't like you know a big deal you know yeah, about yeah. living with each other we just kind of we just um we have like an understanding it's great we're really good with each other in that way you know it was hard at first but i feel like we're like in the zone of like uh like we're in like a love sanctuary of like we communicate very well and yeah we just love each other so much that it's been great so, wow that was beautiful oh, that's sweet. yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say same. I'm gonna take his answer. That was <laughs> same. Yeah. No, but it's it's, it's great. You're I like living with a Sagittarius because they're I'm sure you find this too. They're very um they have a very fun way of looking at life. They have a way of just making you see the lightness. And I so appreciate oh, that yeah, about yeah, yeah. right. Like there's yeah. there's a lightness there and there's a, yeah. such a beauty in that. So thank you for, yeah. for that light. We try to bring the humor to things um, when we're not oh, hungry. Yeah. When we're hungry, forget about it. <laughs> right. But when we're when we've eaten, yeah, uh, we have a really great perspective on life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least that's what I tell people. Um, and right. happy uh, five year anniversary. Yeah, oh, that's thank you, Lauren. Yeah, thank you, thank Yay. you so much. Um, so thanks for being on our show. Oh, yeah. That's about it. I don't know if you have anything else you'd like to share. If you want to promote anything or whatever. Um, feel free to shoot or go for it now <laughs> um yeah uh i'm in a netflix show that's coming out uh soon i don't know exactly when when but it's called we lost our human oh uh, yay it's, a, it's an animation show and that'll be cool oh awesome. nice congrats uh, i have a super bowl commercial with arnold that's out right now no so. way yeah i just saw that you were hilarious yeah. oh that's awesome thanks. yeah yeah thank congrats. you thanks that's yeah. unbelievable. Um, we're letting Pin. You know Pin, our cat. She's yeah, yeah. In, so I think Pin heard your oh, voice. Yeah. Wants yeah. To say hi. Um, yeah. Hey, if you Penn. don't mind, I have one last question. Um, how do you do it, Maddie? Like, how do you stay so positive and keep that energy with you every day, especially in an industry like this one? And you succeed, and you do it by being you. And how oh, do you thanks. find that balance to just keep yeah. going after it in such a positive way? Well, I think it's like the ultimate goal of what you like. I have a like a mission statement that I wrote out of like what I want to do as an artist. And I keep it by my bed mm. and kind of like the main goal is just, you know, bring happiness to people that struggle in life. And that's what I try and do with my work. And that's that's what I always think about if I'm, if I'm ever in a rut or anything like that. I try and I go back to that ultimate goal of like, all right all that you know all the other stuff doesn't matter 
you know, uh, you know, whether I'm in a rut, things aren't happening. It's like, well, what can I do to, to, um, to make something or do something or put something out there? Yeah. If the phone's not ringing, you know, and sometimes that happens as an actor and you have to, you have to just like, you have to be like, all right, I'm going to make my own thing. And then you put that energy out there and then, you know, the calls start rolling in. So yeah, you just have to put out that energy. So I think like just going back to that idea of like, I'm doing this help, uh, you know, maybe a, a child, a younger child that is struggling with like depression or mental health or, you know, any of those things, or, you know, uh, I, I just want to help those kids. Cause I think it's, it's so important. So that's, that's why I do what I do. Thank you, Maddie, one of the greatest dudes I've ever known, an asset to planet Earth, and a phenomenal Aquarius. Thank you, Maddie. Mm-hmm. And I should mention real quick, when Maddie asked about how long a uh, the Aquarian age is going to last, I said about a thousand years. I since looked it up. We're looking at two thousand one hundred and sixty years. Oh my goodness! Of the Aquarian age, so it's almost halfway correct. Wow! But technically. The Aquarian Age is set to last for 2,160 years. Wow. And then real quick, you know, I just love the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show so much. I am going to sneak one in here. Emily, we kind of asked you a question already. Yeah. But uh, the official Ask a Scorpio segment of our show, uh, I should say the official Ask a Scorpio question this week is, as a Scorpio, Almy, what do you look for in a magician? (laughs) Okay, well... I definitely need someone who's got a flair for drama, not too much. I need someone who really knows what they're doing and who doesn't rely too much on gimmicks. I don't need to see somebody sawing a person in half or that sort of thing. Um, I'm not really that much into sleight of hand, to be honest. Like card tricks really, I think they're impressive, but it's not my favorite kind of magic. I like a lot of mentalist sort of magic, stuff that Darren Brown does. Look him up. He's very big in the UK. D-E-R-R-E-N Brown. He does a lot of mentalist things in the sense that um, the magic comes from setting something up and knowing. Like he knows how you're going to react that situation or what you're going to say. He knows how to misdirect the mind. So as a Scorpio, I find that very intriguing. He basically uses Jedi mind tricks in his magic. And I think that that is the coolest when you can pull something off like that. That to me is very cool magic, cooler than like big set pieces with fire. Though I do like some of that. Of course, Penn and Teller, they're the greats. They're uh, very fun to watch. Uh, David Copperfield. Um, But a lot of the newer stuff, it's still the same tricks. But I feel like a lot of newer magic now, and I don't even know how I know about newer magic. This is a whole new nerdy side of me I'm exposing. But a lot of the newer magic relies on more of the subtleties, the street magic. The There's a lot of technology, too, now that the magicians are using, like, stuff with your phone. And I don't know. I think there's a, a lot of cool magic out there. So I bet you weren't expecting that kind of uh, hefty, hefty response. But there you go. That's a Scorpio's favorite kind of magic, at least from this Scorpio's perspective. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Thank you. No, you're right. I was not expecting yeah. such an uh, enthusiastic was, response. That was my magic trick for you. That was just kind of my, uh, that was your magic trick. That was a good one. Um, but yeah, I was thinking of Teller. Uh, that made me think of asking you a yeah. question along the magic lines, because I know that you do occasionally have magic shows on. Uh, We've been to the Magic stuff. Castle. We have. You know, I, I don't make a huge thing out of the magic thing because, um, 
but there's some there's some good stuff out there what's that what is his name justin who does magic for humans on netflix i really like that show it is a fun wholesome magic show he does a combination of person on the street stuff plus right Plus, i think that was a show that actually maddie suggested that i watch there you go and at the time i didn't realize that i'd already seen it with you and and it's a very entertaining show is Is that the one that tim and eric produce or eric tim does or something okay Yes, it's called Magic for Humans. If you have Netflix, and if you've always been skeptical of magic and didn't really think it was that cool or interesting, I totally hear you, but maybe try watching Magic for Humans. I think it's fun, and if Ted Lasso... Lasso. Lasso. If Ted Lasso has taught me anything these past couple of years, it's that people really want to have fun when they're watching TV again. Mm, There's a a need, I think, for television that is funny and a little wholesome and that you don't really need to invest too much of your time or thought into i think the days of serial television shows unless they're as good as breaking bad it's harder to pull that off people's attention spans are not quite what they used to be and also things are very depressing so magic for humans netflix it is a very fun watch and so is magic in general yeah. Right. Yeah. So here at Something About Astrology, we are pro magic. We want to be very clear about that right now. We don't normally get political, but right. as far as magic goes, we like it. Yeah. We're okay with magic. Yeah. So, Elmi, thank you as always for sharing. That concludes the Ask a Scorpio segment of our show. And now let's take a look at the magical week ahead. Um, as mentioned, today, Saturday, it, it, for me at least, it feels really electric out there, almost hyper. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying this. But yeah, both Aquarian and Aries energy are quite active. Aquarius, definitely active mind. Aries, more active in the body. But you put those two together and... Um, There's just going to be a lot of activity around you, so hopefully you like activity. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, Sunday, actually, Mars is going to form a square with Chiron, which could make us all feel a little more down in the dumps, uh, almost kind of sad and vulnerable uh, kind of deal. Uh, We might feel a little kind of like they say anytime Chiron is involved, that's that asteroid that we all have somewhere in our chart that deals with um, pain and just kind of... um, traumas that we don't necessarily heal in this life. I know that's not the most uplifting thing, but um, it's, it deals with those areas of our lives where we just kind of always feel a little overly sensitive. We feel like we don't quite have mastery over something or something that just kind of eats at us. You know, like I wish I was better at public speaking or I wish I'd just go out there and learn how to fly a plane or whatever it is. I don't know if those are good examples, but um, uh, we might feel a little gloomy on Sunday is what I'm saying, but maybe not. Depends where the planets are in your chart. Um, and then all day Monday and Tuesday, Uh, I guess also Sunday afternoon. Okay, Sunday afternoon, all day Monday and Tuesday, the moon will be in Taurus. And the moon will actually be pretty happy on Monday, February 7th. The moon is going to form a nice trine with Mars. It will also trine Venus. Heck, it's even going to sextile Jupiter. And it's going to form a conjunction with Uranus. So the, the Taurus moon on Monday is going to be getting along quite well with all the other planets. So maybe... Uh, it'll be a good start to the week. Uh, Tuesday, February 8th, Mars and Capricorn will form a trine with Uranus in Taurus. Um, and that can in- involve like innovation, breakthroughs, new way of doing things, that kind of stuff on Tuesday. And then Wednesday through Friday, I expect the pace to pick up quite a bit. The moon will be in Gemini. Um, so when you pair up uh, an Aquarius sun with a Gemini moon, 
uh, it's kind of like what it feels like today, at least to me, while the moon's in Aries. But um, Gemini and Aquarius, when they get along or get together, it can be very active energy. Things happening fast, like really quickly. Both Aquarius and Gemini like to shake things up. They're not as status quo oriented. So there can be a lot of shakeups um, in the world. Uh, a lot of communication. Anytime Gemini is involved in, in Aquarius too. Aquarius is very, very sociable energy. You know, uh, you expect to hear from a lot of people, you wanting to reach out to people, sharing ideas, getting together. But at the same time, watch out for that speed. Things are going to be moving really quickly. There might be people on the roads driving way too fast, that kind of a thing. And, and also, there's going to be so many ideas flowing, flow, flying around Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It might be a little tricky to kind of weed out what information is actually useful and what information is just, you know, people just kind of blowing off hot air, that kind of a deal. Mm. But Wednesday through Friday, I don't expect to be boring. Um, and then a quick look at next week, the week after, on Monday, February 14th, Mercury is going to enter Aquarius. It was in, in Aquarius briefly, but then when Mercury retrograded, it went back into Capricorn. But now that it's moving forward again, Mercury will soon be entering Aquarius. That's Monday, February 14th. On Wednesday, February 16th, we're going to have a full moon. Mm. And also, Southwest Airlines announced they will start selling alcohol on most of its flights again on February 16th, just in time for a full moon and just in time for Pisces season. Mm. We'll see how that goes. Wishing everyone in the airline industry the best. Thank yeah. you for uh, continuing to show up for your job while people around you might not be behaving as well as they could but um, anyway, hope you all enjoying the rest of your weekend. Thanks as always for tuning in. We love you. And Elmy's going to take us out with a couple deep breaths. That's right. This is the part of the show where we take some deep breaths. So get comfortable. You can sit or lie down. Ah, just kind of shake it out. Close your eyes if you would like to. And together, let's all take a deep breath in. Hold. And slowly release. And take one more just like that, in, and release. Last one, deep breath in, and deep breath out. Okay, drop any tension you might be carrying in your shoulders, release the tension from your jaw, your neck, your forehead, Anywhere you are holding on to any tension, it is time to let that go. And we hope you enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and we'll talk to you again soon.